No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at more Proverbs about treasure being in the home of the wise. If you love pleasure, it will lead to poverty, and the righteous give thought to their way. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Proverbs chapter 21 on Simply the Bible. Now that the weather is getting warmer, I am looking out and seeing projects that I want to be able to do. And unfortunately, I'm not the best when it comes to thinking those things through. It seems like so many times I think, oh, I need to get this and this. I need to head over to the home improvement store and I get there, get what I need, get home and realize, ah, I should have got this too, you know, so back I go again. And it's just a waste of time and gas. Uh, So much better when you can really just sit down and think it through, plan out everything you're going to need. And hopefully that's my goal is just one trip to the home improvement store. But Solomon has a lot to say about the benefits and the wisdom of thinking before you act. We continue in Proverbs 21, 16, a man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. Now, maybe you've heard that hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. There is a verse there that I really like. It says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, O take and seal it, seal it for thy courts above. You know, we all have this sinful nature that is prone to wander away from the way of God. Now, some people just flat out, have no desire to know God or His ways. They have formed their own comfortable belief system, usually involving evolution so they can sort of explain God away and not have to retain Him in their thinking. And they dismiss from their minds any thought of absolute morality or accountability to God. Others believe in God and acknowledge that His laws are just, but they don't like the restrictions they impose, or perhaps they are just weak. And one day they will walk in holiness. The next day they yield to temptation, or maybe it's a struggle that happens hourly. But the true believer will always come back to the Lord and his way, acknowledging his sins and acknowledging the righteousness of God. Whereas the one who wanders awake and continues to live in willful and habitual sin will ultimately rest in the assembly of the dead. They are apostate. And I would not want to be numbered with them. So God help us to stay on the highway of holiness. If we never take the first step off the path, then we won't have to worry about passing the point of no return. He who loves pleasure will be a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not be rich. Now, loving pleasure costs money and loving luxury is expensive. So your love of pleasure takes you away from earning the income you could be earning and then it takes away the income that you have earned. Wine and oil, 
speak of those luxury items. And of course, those who love wine may also have their judgment impaired, causing them to be even more careless with their money. All these things tend to lead toward poverty. We are told that God gives us all things for our enjoyment. I do not agree with those who say we should practice a life of asceticism or extreme self-denial, the, the monk, for example, so that we permit no pleasure in our lives. But when God does give us things to enjoy, we can thank him for those things and the things he gives us leave no regret. Verse 18, the wicked shall be a ransom for the righteous and the unfaithful for the upright. I am not sure what this proverb means. Matthew Henry says, The righteous is often delivered out of trouble, and the wicked comes in his stead, and so it seems as a ransom for him. Could be. Verse 19, Better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. I think this is the third time Solomon has spoken of the contentious woman. Now, perhaps among his thousand wives, he had one or two of these. He says that it would be better to go camping in the wilderness than to be at home with her. There is desirable treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man squanders it. Think of the potential that God gives to most every human being. He gives us a good measure of time, talent, and resources to manage. He gives us knowledge to invest in others. The wise person will develop these and increase them, but the foolish person squanders them, usually on his own selfish pursuits. What gift has God given to you? And are you using it to glorify Him and to bless others or merely to enrich yourself. He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness, and honor. What is your life goal? What are you pursuing? Will you know it when you achieve it, if you ever achieve it? Now, if you pursue righteousness and mercy, then you will find eternal life, righteousness, and honor, the honor by God. But if you pursue selfish gain, you will lose everything. Jesus said that whoever seeks to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for his sake will find abundant and eternal life. A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the trusted stronghold. There is both a physical and spiritual application to this proverb. During the days of King Belshazzar of Babylon, the Medes and Persians scaled the city of Babylon. Actually, they did not climb over the wall. Instead, they diverted a portion of the Euphrates River that flowed beneath the city wall. Once it was diverted, they were able to enter the city by walking on the riverbed and going underneath the wall. They took Babylon in a single night and killed King Belshazzar. Now, there's also a spiritual application. What is the trusted stronghold of the mighty? It is their belief system. 
The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 10.3, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So there are these strongholds that people have. They are ultimately lies, but they are a belief system that they hold on to. Evolution, for example, or the idea that there is no God, or the idea that there's no afterlife, or that there is no absolute moral truth. All of these things are strongholds or arguments that exalt themselves against God and what he says in his word. They're ultimately lies. So the wise person will pull down these strongholds with the weapons of our warfare, which are the word of God. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue keeps his soul from trouble. So much that Solomon says about the need to watch what we say. And I like to think that I've never regretted the thing that I didn't say. A proud and haughty man, Scoffer is his name. He acts with arrogant pride. Again, Solomon speaks much against the proud. The desire of the lazy man kills him for his hands refuse to labor. He covets greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not spare. Imagine a person's desire actually killing him. Well, here the desire of the lazy man, he, he desires much. He's never content because he doesn't have anything. And yet he refuses to do the one thing that could really meet that desire in, in a good way, which would be to work. So he covets all day long, but doesn't get what he wants. The righteous, on the other hand, give freely and do not spare. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. How much more when he brings it with wicked intent? His sacrifice is defiled by his own wicked heart. A false witness shall perish, but the man who hears him will speak endlessly. Now, I think about people that will listen to that which is false. Really, false doctrine is what I think of. There are people that they hear something that is a false teaching. It's, as the Bible says, doctrine of demons, but they hang on to it and it's the only thing they can talk about. That's one of the ways you can really know false teaching is it's like people, that's all they can talk about once they get into it. And so if you listen to the false witness, well, then you'll want to speak endlessly about it. A wicked man hardens his face, but as for the upright, he establishes his way. So the wicked person hardens his face in the sense that he's stubborn. He doesn't care to hear any instruction. His attitude is, you know, don't bother me with the facts. My mind is made up. But the upright will establish his way. And the idea here is that he thinks before he acts. He gets knowledge, he thinks it through, and then he establishes his way. And then his way is blessed because, you know, he's had good plans. There is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. 
Now, I like this because a lot of times I get pretty upset when I hear about the things that people are saying that are so anti-God, so anti-Christ, so anti the Word of God and what God stands for uh, in His Word, His righteousness. And yet, as much as they may seem to prevail in the culture, as much as they seem to prosper, hey, we know that ultimately they will not prosper. In the end, lies will fall flat on their face before the counsel of Almighty God. We don't need to defend God. He's fully capable of defending himself. We don't need to defend his word. Uh, all we need to do is proclaim it because ultimately no counsel will stand against God. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. Now, in those days, the horse and chariot were the ultimate weapon for an army, and, and so they would seek to acquire these, and that was fine, but ultimately, it wasn't how many horses and chariots you had. It was whether or not you were seeking God and your ways were pleasing to God and then he was pleased to deliver you. So it's so much better to know that God is on your side or really that you are on God's side and that he is pleased to bless you and give you the victory. So good things from Solomon, encouraging us to think things through, think before we act, get the knowledge, get the wisdom, and then put it into practice and you will establish your way in righteousness. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Next time, we'll move from the short piety Proverbs of Solomon to wise sayings and good counsel. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Proverbs on Simply the Bible.